Welcome to the Devereaux Committee of Pro Wrestling, presented by the Idiot Radio Network, offering a weekly look into the world of professional wrestling with guest interviews, news, results, and much more. Now here's your host, Stephon Devereaux. And we are back. Another episode of the Devereaux Committee of Pro Wrestling. And wrestling fans, we had some fun this past week. And I'm so happy I can share it with you because Hell in a Cell was this past Sunday. And I think I've won. I think I have won a pay-per-view challenge, finally. And because I'm so good at picking these pay-per-views, well, well, I know I just say finally, but I am good. I am good. The last pay-per-view, I was cheated. Not no mercy when I was cheated. But since I held on itself so beautifully, my partner, my co-host, Bud Cassidy, is not with us this weekend because he's afraid to face the heat. Because I was going to come at him hard, baby. I was going to come at him hard. I mean, Bud threw more interceptions last week than Big Ben Roethlisberger did. And, you know, that was horrible. But anyway, wrestling fans, we are back. Another episode of the Devereaux Committee of Pro Wrestling. And uh, we got a jam-packed show this week. Jam-packed show. And uh, before we get to the show, I want to give the phone number out. 347-308-8709. That's 347-308-8709. And we have a caller. We have a caller already. Oh, my goodness. Let's find out who this is. I hope it's not somebody I think it is. Caller, you're on the Devereaux Committee. You should already know who it is. It's the boy ICE, a.k.a. Marcus Ice Grimes, a.k.a. Mr. Main Event. What's happening? Mr. Main Event, Mr. Marcus Grimes, my man, Black Ice. Black Ice, dude. It's been a long time we haven't heard from you. The wrestling fans, the Devereaux Committee audience, which has grown in the past 10 weeks almost, uh, we haven't heard from you. What's going on? Last time I heard, O'Reilly Chambers took you out, and you wasn't able to make it to the second Devereaux Committee episode. What happened? Well, see, this is the thing. He thinks he may have taken me out, but, you know, like a true hustler, I have some slanging and banging to do. So, you know, I got to keep my paper fresh, got to get my money right and everything, and still represent this BWR thing, even though he's trying to kill it off. But he thought he took me out. Yeah, you know, he had his little fun with his little rope and all that bull crap, you know, hitting my boy Brandon out of nowhere and everything. He's been off the chain lately. But I've been around. I've been scoping the scene. I've been watching him. I've been making my moves. He's been trying to make his. But you know what, though? Come November 4th, I got something brand new for that ass. Well, speaking of November 4th, uh, the State Theater in Uniontown, I hear there's a a huge match that was just announced, uh, and that was earlier yesterday afternoon. Um, Early in yesterday afternoon, excuse me. I heard there was a match that was announced. You are taking on a rally chambers on November fourth. Good. What do you got Good. to say that about that? 
That means that I can finally get my opportunity again to show this little scrawny, evil devil troll who I really am. I am tired of Chambers thinking that he can run around UWF and other places. He's even coming and harassing me at other shows that I'm working on. He thinks that he could just come through, do what he wants to do, whenever he wants to do it, and he's got to realize that it don't work that way. It doesn't work that way when you're dealing with Mr. Main Event. It does not work that way when you're dealing with Black Ice, and I'm going to show him that he's going to get caught slipping. And when he gets caught slipping, I'm going to break that neck. Well, let's talk about just a little bit about what happened um, at the last UWF show. Now, I mean, it was a scene that I thought I would never be a part of uh, at a pro wrestling event. And I had to come and, you know, do something about it myself because, you know, you and I, we go way back, you know, and this is beyond wrestling. I mean, we're like, we go way back. And I got a lot of respect for what you do, got a lot of respect for what you do in the ring. And when I seen this man put a rope around your neck and try to literally hang you, try to literally hang you, I'm surprised there wasn't criminal charges uh, put against this man because O'Reilly Chambers, in my opinion, he took it too far. And I think UWF, I really blame UWF for this because, in my opinion, when a man does something like that, I mean, he literally tried to kill you in the middle of the ring. And UWF, they didn't call the cops. They sent, like, two weak security guards out there. I could have beat those guys up. And O'Reilly did whatever he wanted. What do you think about that? Do you think UWF should have done more in that situation? Actually, you know what? I don't blame UWF. I don't blame the security. I don't blame any of the staff. I blame myself. Because as many years as I've known Chamber, 10 years now that we've been in this business together, he broke me into this business. And even when he brought me into this business, turned his back on me the first time way earlier in my career. I should see things like this coming, and yet I'm always trying to give this guy a chance. I'm always trying to give this guy the benefit of the doubt. I'm always trying to keep what friendship I thought we had alive. But... It just seems like all he wants to try to do is not only kill our friendship, but legitly kill me. And it's my fault for not being on my P's and Q's. It's my fault for not being prepared for whenever he decided to pull out that dang rope. And it's my fault for, you know, not being a smart enough man to, you know, stop him from being able to get that far. So if anybody's to blame for that incident, it is me. But you know what? Come November 4th, like I said, revenge is a dish best served cold. And who's colder than the ice cold one, baby? Yes, yes, yes. Hey, you got a good point there. And I'm not really uh, too happy about O'Reilly Chambers because he sabotaged my radio show two weeks ago. I had a huge show lined up. We went through the show. We, we thought we were broadcasting to a live audience, and it turned out, that O'Reilly Chambers, he somehow hacked our stream, and we couldn't broadcast to our audience. But uh, real quick, we are uh, the Devereaux Committee of Pro Wrestling, Stephon Devereaux. We got Marcus Ice Grimes here on the line. Uh, give us a call at 347-308-8709. That's 347-308-8709. Now, look, Black Ice. Now, like I said, I've known yes, you for please. over 10 years now. You know, I've traveled up and down the road with you. Seeing you at, you know, uh, some of your lowest points, but I can't, I, I gotta admit, 
That last UWF show, that had to have been one of your lowest points in the business for a man like that, a guy you trusted, a guy you just said you considered this man a friend. You know, he's like a blood brother. More than a friend. I, I considered him a brother. And that's something rare to get out of me because I don't trust too many people. And I considered him a brother. And for you to do that to your own flesh and blood, basically, lets me know you have no soul, lets me know that you are not no human, and lets me know that you have to be stopped. You have to be taken out. And come November 4th, that's going to be my mission. That's going to be my job is to make sure that Chambers is no more. I believe you can do that, and I really believe you can do that. You have to do one thing, though. You have to protect yourself and not ring against this man because he is an evil, he's a dangerous man. Um, he's one of those guys, and, and I, I, I tell you this, I go back to um, some of the influences that this man has had in his career. You know, and he's turned out to be an evil dude. Like, I think he's more evil than the, the one influence he had when he was a part of the plague. I think he's more evil than that guy. And this O'Reilly Chambers, he he, he got to be stopped. He got to be stopped. And I'm, I know that hey, you are the record, guy to do it. Yeah, I was about to say, for the record, when he was part of that plague, that was actually back when he was still on my side, if you think about it, because I was part of Marvelous Enterprises at, at that point. Me and Russian exactly. Bear were the tag team champions, and the plague joined us. But exactly. I kind of find it funny, the plague joins us, and it kills the whole group. A little bit uh, funny there. Yeah, yeah, you got a point there. I, hey, not going to knock that. You got a good point there. But no, you know what? I, 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 I blame two factors in that. I blame Marvelous Matt Bish for not realizing that that was a bad business move, and I blame Jackal. And the reason why I blame Jackal is because Jackal, even though he might be an evil, conniving bastard, he should have known that Chambers is even more evil than he is, even more conniving than he is, and even a bigger bastard than he is. He should have known that Chambers himself is the plague. Chambers himself is a plague of any area, any part of society, any little uh, tiny bit of social uh, whatever that he's a part of. This dude is the walking black plague. He's the walking death. And and I anybody, remember seeing go ahead. Oh, and I say and I meant to say anybody that deals with this man should automatically know that they are dealing with something worse than the devil. You have got to be prepared to go beyond hell. You've got to be prepared to go beyond the fire and brimstone in order to deal with this man. And I should know better than anybody. Ten years, like I said, ten years, and even longer than that, before we broke into this business together. We go back to running these streets together, beating people up for lunch money, crap like that. You know what I mean? And I should have known even since back then that I was dealing with evil in its purest form. Chambers is that. He's evil in its purest form. But I have got to be the light. I have got to be the sunshine. I have got to be the one to bring some brightness to that cold, dark world. Because if I don't, it's not going to be good. It's not going to be good for UWF or anywhere else that he touches. I have to stop this man. Okay, I have I... to be the one. 
I need to know this. Now, before I let you go, because we we're running against a break like, right now, but before I let you go, I need to know this. In your heart, in your soul, can you go to the, depth, the depths of hell to beat O'Reilly Chambers at his own game and pin him one, two, three in that ring on November 4th at the Uniontown State Theater? See, now, I've got to answer that question in a weird way. Do I think I can beat him? Do I think I could get the one, two, three? Yes. There's no doubt. I could definitely get the one, two, three if needed. But to go into the pits of hell with something more evil than the devil, I don't know. I don't know how I'd be able to walk out of that one still intact. I would be. Yeah. I would probably be able to walk out of that one. I'd probably be able to do what I have to do. But it's going to take everything in me to take everything and more out of him. Man, I cannot wait. That is November 4th, the UWF Fall Bash at the State Theater in Uniontown, 27 East Main Street, Uniontown, PA. Doors open at 630, bell time 7 o'clock. Get your tickets at Bradley's Books at the Uniontown Mall or this Caddy Shack on Dixon Boulevard and Uniontown. Black Ice, I want to thank you for joining us this afternoon. And, and, uh, and hold up, hold up real quick. By the way, um, uh, before the show, I will be doing, you know, pictures and autographs for everybody outside the State Theater. Um, if you want that done, just uh, hit my face. You know where to find me. Um, if not, then I will see you at the show. I wanted to get everybody involved in this. This is my hometown of Uniontown. Well, my second hometown, I should say, because, you know, I'm originally a Philly guy, but Uniontown's like my home away from home, and I want to show it some love because Uniontown's shown me love throughout all the years. I want to be able to, uh, you know, get some more fans involved in everything. And um, I think we need to come up with something like a little ticket giveaway or something. We can talk about that later, though. Well, you know what? That's something I'm always interested in. The UWF promoters, you know, I'm in constant contact because I do work for the organization. So I might see if I can work something out. But Black Ice, you are the hey, man. You know, I all about thank- money, baby. Got that <laughs> one right. I want to thank Black Ice for joining us. And uh, wrestling fans, we will be right back. Callers, if you are on hold, stay there. We'll be right back after this. We'll get right to you. Deborah Committee of Pro Wrestling here on the Idiot Radio Network. Let's go. For all your heating and cooling needs, service, and installation, contact our friends at Complete Comfort Heating and Air Conditioning, 412-513-3001. Doesn't your family deserve Complete Comfort? Looking for a creative idea for meetings, business lunches, and special events? Call Spiels on Wheels, food truck, and catering, and take the stress away. For more information, call them at 724-244-9881 or on Facebook at facebook.com slash spielson.wheels. You're listening to Idiot Radio, taking it to the edge and back. Pizza and Gyro Express, 801 O'Neill Boulevard in McKeesport, Pennsylvania. For menus, coupons, specials, and catering info, visit our website at pizzaandgyroexpress.com. Order online or by phone at 412-672-2182. Don't forget about the lunch buffet and drink every Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. for just $10. The original Pizza and Gyro Express. Don't settle for anything less. And we are back. 
Devereaux Committee of Pro Wrestling. Your host, Stephon Devereaux. And we are here live on the Idiot Radio Network. And uh, wrestling fans, before I continue, I want to thank you for all the support. Like, I truly, truly mean it. Um, we are now on iTunes. Can you believe that? And I hear Google's coming next. That should be in the next few days. Stitcher, all of the major podcast outlets. The Devereux Committee of Pro Wrestling will be heard on there. I got it. the next few days. I cannot wait. I just can't wait. See, I'm getting so excited. I got to calm down. But don't forget, iTunes. We've made it, baby. We've made it. Idiot Radio Network has given us the platform to do this, and I want to thank them. Number one, you know, first and foremost, they're number one on that list for me. Um, you know, I just can't believe it, but, man, let's continue with the show. Don't forget, November 4th, UWF Fall Bash State Theater in Uniontown, 27 East Main Street, Uniontown, PA. Doors open at 630. Bell time, 7 o'clock. Get your tickets at Bradley's Books at the Uniontown Mall and the Caddy Shack on Dixon Boulevard in Uniontown. And uh, we're going to get into that show a little bit later, but we're going to go to a call here. Uh, caller, you're live on the Devereaux Committee of Pro Wrestling. What's up? Devereaux. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you know who this is, right? No, 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 no. Now, Matt, Matt, relax. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no, I've yeah. done everything. Yeah. No, no, I swear I've done everything in my power to get you on the show. It's the producer's fault. Yeah. It's not my fault. Yeah, I yeah. swear. Yeah. I swear. I heard what Ice said a little while ago about me. wasn't my fault with the plague. Plague produced dividends. What did I get out of it? I got the UCW heavyweight title, got the UCW television title, and the UCW tag titles. I say it was a pretty good investment after that. And I became executive vice president, if I remember correctly, after that, too. But the president's the one that ruined all the other stuff. Yeah, I agree. But anyhow, anyhow, um, you had a topic last week that I tried to call in on and couldn't get in. But uh, you're talking about the, um, the movie about Vince McMahon? Yeah. You remember? Yeah, and, 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 uh, I you're still think about... I should play Vince, but go ahead. Well, that wouldn't be bad, but you ever see the movie uh, Collateral with uh, Jamie Foxx and uh, Tom Cruise? Phenomenal movie. One of my favorites, actually. Uh, now, imagine that Tom Cruise with that style portraying Vince McMahon in the older years. And you know what? And, and, okay, and now that I think about it, the suit that Tom Cruise was wearing in that movie kind of reminds me of something that Vince McMahon would wear. See, think about it. Matt, Every once in a while, a I do genius. come up with a good idea. Well, you are a genius. But, um, but, see, I've been hearing rumors about you lately, Matt. What are these rumors it, going around? I... It's just been a bad time lately. Let's leave it at that. Well, from uh, what I understand, there's a little bit of dissension within the ranks of Marvelous Matt Bish Enterprise. Uh, no, I know it's Marvelous, but I like to say the full name. Anyway, that's an understatement, but it's slowly being taken care of. But what's important right now is the UWF Tag Team Title Tournament. Yeah. And um, who is it that Pat Anthony and Shane Mallett have in the second round? Is it? Uh, I uh, believe it's uh, uh, Bud Cassidy and uh, Red, whatever his name is. Because I, I really don't even pay attention to Red. I mean, seriously. I mean, Bud Cassidy yeah. is the one I always pay attention to because he's my co-host. 
But he's right now, he's really, he ran off because he lost the predictions last week for the hell of a cell pay-per-view. But anyway. Yeah, yeah, well, let's see. First round, we easily made it through Party Gras, which, yeah. yeah, I think the entrance took longer in the match, but that's another story for another time. But uh, Bud Cassie and Rob Rage. I mean, come on. Is this really going to be a challenge for the two best wrestlers on the roster? I mean, come on. You know, Pat and Shane can run circles around anybody. And you know it. You know, look, as much as I get on Rad, a.k.a. Rob Rage, as much as I get on a guy, he's a tough dude, though. Now, I've seen this guy in some real street fights. I mean, actually in some bar fights. You know, and I'm sorry, man. I will not cross that path. I think he's probably, he is probably underrated as far as the most dangerous wrestler in UWF only because you don't know where he's coming from and you don't know what he's going to use. And that's just from what I've seen outside of the building when he gets into altercations with certain people who actually want to test his toughness. Yeah, but you don't think I don't have a contingency plan for any of this? Well, no, don't get me wrong. I think that if it came down to a strict wrestling match, strictly just professional wrestling, you guys, that's easy. It will be 30 seconds or less. Okay, I'm dead Oh, yeah. Maybe 30 seconds or less. By the time Hank Hudson announces the match, the match is over. I mean, let's be real. Uh, That's nothing. But these two guys, Bud Cassidy, now, even though he ran off, you know, and he's not here this week because he was afraid to face me because he lost last week. But Bud Cassidy's a tough dude as well. But I'm telling you, man, don't underestimate this Rob Rage dude. Now, look, I know I was ripping on him a little while ago. I know I was, but I just keep thinking about this damn fight I've seen uh, about a couple of years ago in a bar, Rob Rage, we're all hanging out after a show. Rob Rage is sitting there, and he's just minding his own business. And some guy comes and tests him as far as, hey, wrestlers aren't tough. And you know how that story ends because Rob Rage just beat the crap out of the dude. And that chair up against the guy's face, it just didn't look good. The beer bottle, I mean, didn't look good. Like I well, said. Well, let me put it to you. Let me put it to you this way. And the guy That's was a pretty good guy he beat up. Well, that's all fine and dandy, but if Rob Rage wants to get his team disqualified, who wins and goes on to the next round anyway? Yeah, good point. But see, I wouldn't even I would worry more about Bud's temper than see. Matt, I've had you know I've had my run-ins. I've had my run-ins with Bud Cassidy, Okay, yeah. Yeah. and if I remember correctly, Pat's already beaten Bud before. About a few dozen times, you know, and um, eh, you know, I don't care very much about this match. I'm just looking on to the finals. See, yeah. after a few, well, after a few horrible, after a few horrible weeks, Marvelous Enterprises is now refocused mm-hmm. on what we need to do. UWF tag team titles is step number one. UCW heavyweight title is number two. I got a plan well, for that. See, I, I'll tell you this. As a manager for UWF, myself, whatever the name of the company is. I, it changes every week, honestly, from what I understand. It's been as a long few weeks. As long as the contract is in place, I, I don't care what the name of the company is. You know, I show up and, you know, and I know you do. You're a pro at this. Um, 
Well, uh, here's one question before I let you go. And I, I, this is a, a really good question here. Now, uh, okay. Go ahead. Trevor Allen and uh, Crazy Shay, they're going to take on yeah. uh, uh, Trevor Gage and Scott Sarah. Who okay. do you feel? Who do you feel you'll be facing in the finals once you destroy Bud and uh, and Rob Riggs? Who do I who do I want to win, or who do I think will win? Okay, actually both. Give me an answer for both. Okay. Well, hmm. You know, Scott Saren has been a thorn in Marvelous Enterprises' side for oh God, years now. True. <laughs> but. But I eliminated both Trevor Gage and Scott Saren in that uh, sabotage battle royal yeah. rather easily. But we won't talk about the end result of that one. I got screwed out of that. But to tell you the truth, I'm not quite done with those guys. So I would love to see Gage and Saren win just so we can beat them up one more time. And as far as the other team goes, huh, well... I don't have much experience being around. Was it Trevor Allen? Is that what you said? Yes. Yeah. Trevor I don't, Allen. I'm not, yeah, I'm not quite Shea. familiar with him. Crazy Shay, on the other hand, left an imprint of a title belt on the side of my head after a ladder match. See, he's so, another uh, one. He is another one. Who's, I swear, he's another one. Another underrated wrestler on that roster that you just don't know where he's coming from. And I've known him for years. Over almost 20 years I've known this guy. And he's been doing the same almost, thing, and he hurts people. He almost caught me on fire once. See? See? You know, as much as we got the unfinished business with Shay, Saren and Gage, I just want to embarrass. Yeah. They are pretty cocky, and, and I got some information to prove that later. So uh, maybe uh, we will keep a vested interest in that match, too. You know, maybe just come out and watch, you know, something, just to see what yeah. happens. Yeah, I mean, and there's really no law and order in, in uh, UWF right now. I mean, after like I just said to to Black Ice, you know, the security that they have, oh God, it's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. I'm afraid now. I'm really afraid. Well, I might have to go out well, there. Don't you remember? A security guard. Don't, yes, sir. Don't you remember? Shane Malice what? and myself were just sitting at the merchandise table watching. It wasn't our fight. Hey man, you could at least came and help me out because I would have to actually deal with this daggone guy. I had to make him leave the damn building. We did. We told you to. We told. We told you to get out of there before he killed you. Yeah, good point. Good point. You did. I heard you. I heard you in the distance. I heard you. We tried. I heard you. I heard you. Matt Bish, you are the man, and I can't wait to see you. November fourth. Oh my goodness! Tag team tournament. Yes, second round tag team tournament match. And you. How about this? How about this? What's that? Let's. No, no, no. I don't want to jinx it just yet. I don't want to jinx it, but marvelous Matt Bish and his team, they're going to take on Rob Rage and Bud Cassidy, and I promise you this. I, I see it now. I see it now. New tag team champions being handed to one of the greatest wrestling managers of all time, marvelous Matt Bish. Matt, can you imagine man. in January uh, when we win those tag titles, and I and uh, Al Roberts and myself start doing the the UWF uh, YouTube show again. Can you imagine those tag titles over my shoulder when I'm hosting that show? Yeah, and to be honest with you, to be honest with you, just to be fair, I really think they should just hand you the titles that night. 
I mean, because the competition, this tournament, is, uh, this tournament does you not, know, I mean, I'm serious. I mean, you know, I have plenty of, I have plenty of championships in my trophy case. You know, my famous marvelous title belt, which is going to stay retired. My 2015 uh, Kings and Queens of Indie Wrestling Manager of the Year Award. You know, plenty of stuff like that. Those UWF tag team title belts, great in the curio case, right next to those. Marvelous, Matt. Uh, see, dreams do come true, and we know that. And I know this can come true. Marvelous, Matt Bish, you are the man. <laughs> see, Marvelous, Matt Bish. Matt Bish and whoa, Marvelous. Whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't say that. Whoa. I swear I didn't say that. Uh, it sounded like you said something else for a second. No, no, Anyhow. no, I swear. Marvelous Enterprises is now refocused after a bad, horrible few weeks. I've got my mind where it needs to be. And when I have my mind where it needs to be, everyone else is in a lot of trouble. And that means you win. And I cannot wait to see this. November 4th, UWF Fall Bash, State Theater in Uniontown, 27 East Main Street, Uniontown, PA. Get those tickets out. Bradley's books at Uniontown at the Uniontown Mall and Caddy Shack on Dixon Boulevard. Doors open at six thirty, bell time seven o'clock. Marvelous Matt, you are the man, and we love you. We love you. We love you. Thank you for joining us, and I can't wait to talk to you again. And uh, the pleasure. Go to a break. The pleasure has been all yours. Yeah, it has. I, I really, I do appreciate it. I told you, man. I only talk to legends on his show. I only talk to legends. But we're going to get into that in the next segment. Wrestling fans, stay tuned. We're going to take a break here on the Devereaux Committee of Pro Wrestling, hosted by Stephon Devereaux, here on the Idiot Radio Network. Energy Angel Solution, alternative healing services. Do you need some relaxation in your life? Is your mind feeling sluggish? Does your body hurt? Have you been feeling off-balanced and just not centered lately? Energy Angel Solutions, LLC, offers healing that considers the energy of the whole person body, mind, and energy for optimal health and wellness. For more information, visit our website at energyangelsolutions.com. Idiot Radio, taking it to the edge and back. Does your dog or cat need some much-needed attention and pampering? Money Paws, full grooming salon for dogs and cats, featuring full-service dog and cat grooming. Bath and brush, haircuts, nails, ears, teeth, and rear end cleanup. All done with extra love and attention. It's Muddy Paws. Schedule an appointment today at 412-207-8250. For all your heating and cooling needs, service, and installation, contact our friends at Complete Comfort Heating and Air Conditioning. 412-513-3001. Doesn't your family deserve Complete Comfort? We are back. Dever Row Committee of Pro Wrestling. I want to thank you for joining us. And also, I want to thank the two guests I had this afternoon Black Ice in the first segment and Marvelous Matt Bish in the second segment. And don't forget, you can see both of these men November 4th, UWF Fall Bash at the State Theater in Uniontown, 
on 27 East Main Street, Uniontown, PA. Doors open at 6.30, bell time, 7 o'clock. And I'm going to give you that card in the next segment. So uh, stay tuned for that because there's some big news coming out of that show. But uh, we're going to move along real fast here um, to some of these top stories that's going on around the professional wrestling. Ooh, man, I can't wait for this. But uh, good question that's going around, you know, behind the scenes. And a lot of people want to know if this Young Bucks, Vince McMahon slash WWE feud, is it a work? Now, if you're not familiar from what happened a few weeks ago, uh, Young Bucks and, you know, their crew, uh, Bullet Club, Elite, whatever you, know, you want to call these guys today because, you know, they really can't use too many names. But the WWE sent a cease and desist order to the Young Bucks over their two sweet hand symbol. Come on. You know the two sweet hand symbol that the NWO was using? You know, the, it's like the, the, the Hokum uh, horns uh, for, I think it's Texas. Texas, I'm not a big Texas fan, but anyway. Um, the WWE sent a letter from their attorneys. They're suing the Young Bucks. You cannot use the two sweet hand symbol anymore. Yeah, the WWE is getting really petty about certain things, but hey, it's business. I get it. And um, to make matters worse, Jimmy Jacobs, former independent wrestler slash superstar, in my opinion, uh, always liked his work. You know, he was a really nice guy. I met him at a bunch of shows uh, behind the scenes because I don't you know, go to shows. I don't pay to see shows. I'm sorry. That's just not what I do. Uh, but you know, he was a part of the WWE creative staff. Well, you know, he's friends with all these guys. You know, he came up in a business with these guys. He takes a picture with these guys. He posted post this picture on his social media platform. And what does the WWE do? They fire him. <laughs> they fire Jimmy Jacobs. And what does Jimmy Jacobs do? This is see, this is what you call professional wrestling genius if this is a shoot. Jimmy Jacobs went and printed up a t-shirt. The picture that he took with his buddies. It looks like a fake uh it looks like a um a, a, a newspaper cover. And the headline reads unprofessional. Yes. It's beautiful. It is absolutely beautiful. If you want this t-shirt Go to ProWrestlingTees.com backslash Jimmy Jacobs. I'm telling you, it's worth it. I went and got one. I ordered one this morning. But uh, <laughs> I'm telling you, this is hilarious. And this is all because the WWE is mad at the Young Bucks and crew because they're making a name for themselves on the independent circuit, and they don't need the WWE. Now, look, there's a lot of heat, you know, uh, Young Bucks have generated Behind the scenes. It's a lot of you. But it's okay. Because these guys continue to work hard and make money on the road. And that's what it's all about. You know, I won't talk about other guys who do the same thing. Um, Joey Rand. Make a fools of themselves. We'll talk about that. But the Young Bucks are actually doing something really entertaining. They're getting over. And they got the WWE mad at them at the same time. But I go back to the original question. Is it a work? 
I would not be surprised. I would not be shocked. But that's what I felt on Friday. I feel a little bit differently now after I heard this. Listen to Matt Jackson this past weekend at an ROH show explaining the situation between the Young Bucks and the WWE. Okay, we're back. Uh, that was incredible. That was incredible. See, this is what I'm talking about. This is what we need in pro wrestling right now. We need this. I don't care if it's a work or a shoot. We need stuff like this. Because when you... Okay, okay. I'm going to take a step back. Now, we have 
two guys. We have a, a group, renegades, who are fighting the establishment from outside of the establishment. And the establishment is trying to step on these guys, and these guys are like, no, 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 bro. We're going to find a way to stop this from happening. And you know who's stopping it? You, the wrestling fans. You, wrestling fans, are stopping this from happening because what's happening, what you are doing, you wrestling fans, what you're doing right now, which is making this incredible, is that every time the WWE try to step on these guys, you guys, the wrestling fans, keep finding ways to lift these guys up, to lift the young bucks up even higher. So that foot may be on them, but that foot keep rising. It's rising and it's rising and it's rising to the point to where that foot won't be on them anymore because you, the wrestling fans, have dictated that you want to see the Young Bucks more than you want to see the WWE product because sometimes I think that's what it comes down to. That's why the WWE is mad because we got two guys who are out here making money, who are making a name for themselves, and they don't need the machine to do it. On the other hand, they actually do need the machine. They don't need the machine to push them. They just need the machine to act as their adversary. So they and these wrestling fans who are supporting them, and it's growing every show. More and more fans are supporting these kids. Watch them grow up for years. Watch them grow up in this business and see what they've done and how they continue to stay relevant without using the machine. But now, with the machine as their enemy, these guys are going to become the next big thing in professional wrestling. I mean, and they won't have, they won't have to use the WWE to get them to that point. They're going to do it themselves. You, <laughs> the, the real bosses in this business, the real decision makers in this business, the fans, you guys are going to get these kids to the top. I'm proud of you for that. Man, I'm proud of you. I'm so proud of you for that. Before we go to the break, I want to, uh, <laughs> man, I'm just so proud of you wrestling fans. Because it's the people. The people does matter. People matter. You guys buy the tickets. You guys dictate who goes on top. Okay, yeah, in the WWE, you really don't because we see how that's working. But on an independent Seen? You guys dictate that. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Man, you guys deserve to stand up and clap. But let's move on. Um, rumors of a CM Punk return. Yes. CM Punk recently tested for a pro wrestling drama uh, for the Stars Network. The show is called Heels. It's an eight episode drama based on pro wrestling. Um, concept is two brothers, one's a heel, one's a face, uh, and they're dealing with the death of their, um, their father, who's a professional wrestling promoter. Um, so they got some drama, uh, behind the scenes with that, and I guess they're dealing with some things on camera as far as their character and, uh, their, their work rate. But as of right now, uh, the show is still being, uh, tested out and they're, you know, checking out other actors and so forth to see if we can fill some roles, but we don't know if CM Punk got the role yet, but it's possible that you could be seeing CM Punk in a professional wrestling ring very soon, just in a different capacity. Will he be successful at this? I mean, could he be the next Rock? 
you know, could he be the next rock? Because I honestly think that CM Punk has the qualities of being a phenomenal actor uh, because he's, he showed us that in WWE so many times. Uh, and on the independent scene, remember, you guys may see him punk what he uh, is today. But will he be successful? I think he's going to be very successful, actually. I do. Um, also, uh, there's been talk about this Survivor Series match. Main event, non-title match. It's just absolutely horrible, first and foremost, when you when you say non-title match. Now, it just, come on, man. But anyway, Brock Lesnar taking on Jinder Mahal at Survivor Series. Now, I'm actually excited for the match. I really am. I want to see uh, how they do this, who gets over, you know. Um, I would love to see the title on a line, but the WWE has thought different. So, come on, WWE. Come on, man. You know, it's like the Starcade. You know, with them bringing back Starcade, and from I guess to this day, from what I've heard, it's still not going to be broadcasted on the WWE Network. You know, which is horrible because it should be broadcasted on the WWE Network, and they should have Tony Schiavone back to do Starcade to broadcast Starcade. Excuse me, to announce Starcade that night. Um, that would be so awesome. You know, can you imagine Tony Schiavone with a Ric Flair as the color commentator? You know, Tony Schiavone, because we don't have Bobby Hannon anymore. We don't have Dusty Rhodes. But can you imagine Tony Schiavone and Ric Flair doing commentary for Starcade on the WWE Network? That would be so awesome. But I guess the WWE had different plans. Moving along, the Shield reunion, eh. Really not worth talking about. I know I feel bad. I, I just feel bad because I really I like Roman Reigns. I really like Roman Reigns. I really do. I'm a huge Roman Reigns fan um, because I like the potential. I like. I see the potential that Roman Reigns has. I see it. You know, a lot of other fans don't, but I see it. That's why I like him. I just feel like he's been booked horribly. Since the show broke up And now the WWE are just so Desperate to get this man over again Um, And actually it's kind of People are not paying attention But Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose They have been a daggone failure Themselves don't get me wrong Seth Rollins yeah every time He's gotten close he's been He's gotten gotten injured Like in the middle Of some huge opportunities Okay and Dean Ambrose, I kind of feel like the WWE dropped the ball there with him as well. They did with Roman Reigns. I feel that Roman Reigns should have been the heel, number one. He should have been the one that they brought into um, uh, the storyline with Stephanie and, uh, and Triple H. He should have been with them. And Seth Rollins should have been the babyface. Even though a lot of people say Seth Rollins is a better heel, okay, my opinion, you have yours. Whatever. But I think that Seth Rollins would have been better off as a babyface going up against Roman Reigns um, as a heel with Stephanie and Triple H backing him up. Because it, it actually fits the mold of the real WWE. Not this little guy WWE that, you know, we've been seeing for years. But I'm talking about the big guy WWE. The big boys. You know, the WWE that Vince McMahon and his father has presented for years. You know, the 
I just I felt that Roman Reigns would have been better off with Triple H. Anyway, Dean Ambrose, on the other hand, I, I think they dropped the ball with him, like, big time. Dean Ambrose had the, the Stone Cold Steve Austin type feel. He really did. He had that Stone Cold Steve Austin type feel, and if they would have just booked him in that type of uh, uh, story, I think that it might have gotten over. He might he might have gotten over a lot differently than uh, he did when he first did his uh, run, his singles run. Um, I respect all three men. I truly do. Uh, I respect all wrestlers, actually. Um, but I, I just like, I, I still see potential in Roman Reigns, and I'm just hoping that somehow, some way, they can right the ship with this guy, and this guy can be the mega superstar that I feel he can be because he has the qualities. You know, microphone, yeah, they, but when you're getting the WWE booking, ah, these days, these stories, like, these, these daggone writers, these stories are, ugh. Anyway, I'm not trying to talk bad about the WWE. I swear I'm not. I swear. I try not to do that. But anyway, um, we're going to move along here and we're going to take a break here on the Devereux Committee of Pro Wrestling because we got some big news coming up in the next segment concerning the UWS show. Man, I can't wait to tell you this. But uh, you're listening to the Devereux Committee of Pro Wrestling here on the Idiot Radio Network. We'll be right back after this break. You're listening to Idiot Radio, taking it to the edge and back. Looking for a creative idea for meetings, business lunches, and special events? Call Spiels on Wheels, food truck, and catering, and take the stress away. For more information, call them at 724-244-9881 or on Facebook at facebook.com slash wheels. Pizza and Gyro Express. 801 O'Neill Boulevard in McKeesport, Pennsylvania. For menus, coupons, specials, and catering info, visit our website at pizzaandgyroexpress.com. Order online or by phone at 412-672-2182. Don't forget about the lunch buffet and drink every Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. for just $10. The original Pizza and Gyro Express. Don't settle for anything less. Does your dog or cat need some much-needed attention and pampering? Money Paws, full grooming salon for dogs and cats. Featuring full-service dog and cat grooming, bath and brush, haircuts, nails, ears, teeth, and rear-end cleanup. All done with extra love and attention. It's Money Paws. Schedule an appointment today at 412-207-8250. We are back, Devereux Committee of Pro Wrestling, your host, Stephon Devereux, here on the Idiot Radio Network. And uh, I just want to thank you again for being a part of the show. Um, man, November 4th, UWF presents Fall Bash at the State Theater in Uniontown, PA. I love Uniontown. Uniontown is one of my favorite places on God's green earth. Can't wait. But State Theater in Uniontown, 27 East Main Street, Uniontown, PA. Uh, get your tickets at Bradley's Books, the Uniontown Mall, and the Caddy Shack on Dixon Boulevard in Uniontown. Doors open at 630. 
Bell time, 7 o'clock. And wrestling fans, we got some big news coming up about the show. Um, man, big news. Uh, the main event, the main event has been changed. Uh, from what I understand, uh, Jesse, the extremist Jesse Skelton has given the notice that he wants to invoke his rematch clause. So, he will be facing Sicken for the UWF Heavyweight Championship. And yes, wrestling fans, that is the main event. The main event, Jesse Skelton, the extremist, taking on Sicken for the UWF Heavyweight Championship. Um, Also on the card, we have a grudge match between Black Lightning and Mr. 100 Ricky Stover. Now, if you remember the last show, uh, Black Lightning and Ricky Stover were tag team partners uh, in the UWF Tag Team Tournament, and Ricky Stover actually walked out on his tag team partner and we're all kind of ensued afterwards. And we have a grudge match. Um, a lot of stuff was going on on the UWF Facebook page uh, last month about these two, you know, back and forth and so forth, but we're going to see them at the state theater on November 4th. Uh, we also have AC Wolf taking on Zach rain. Um, Manchild in the six-man match, Manchild and Party Grawl. Now, there's a little uh, situation going on, from what I understand, between Party Grawl, um, Justin Sane, and Lord Zoltan. Um, I guess we'll find out about that. I'm going to see if I can get one of those guys on the show next week uh, to talk about that. But uh, they'll be uh, taking on Tanner Reynolds, Charlie Gathers, and Manic. And I said Tanner Reynolds, baby. This is one of the uh, top indie guys on the scene right now. I mean, the guy's working everywhere. So I turn around, I'm seeing his name, getting results and so forth. And uh, he's going to be in a six-man match uh, at the November 4th show, State Theater in Uniontown. I can't wait for that match. I really can't. That's a six-man match that I'm really looking forward to. Um, But also, we have Michael Amata taking on Vic Ramon. And as you heard earlier, Black Ice will be taking on O'Reilly Chambers. Um, now that, that match right there again, I'm really excited about that match too. The Chambers versus Black Ice match because of what happened the last show and heard from Black Ice earlier. He plans on getting some revenge, and I can't wait to see that. <laughs> you know, um, now usually I can't stand out there with you know watch the show because the fans they love me too much and they always want autographs and so forth. Okay, I'm lying. Fans actually try to attack me at these shows. But anyway, uh, in the UWF Tag Team Tournament second round, we have Pat Anthony and Shane Malice taking on Rob Rage and Bud Cassidy. And you heard Marvelous Matt earlier, you know, talking about uh, Pat and Shane. And he's already got these guys just like I do. I already said they're going to win the tag team titles. Um, this tournament is a joke, in my opinion. It's really a joke because the, the, I, I don't see no other team that's better than these guys. I really don't. Marvelous Matt, this guy, he finds champions. He finds guys and he turns them into champions. But it, and I, I, anyway, I can't wait to see that match. But also, uh, in the tag team tournament, second match of the second round, we have Trevor Allen and Scott Sarin, or excuse me, Trevor Allen and Crazy Shade taking on Trevor Gage and Scott Sarin. Wow. 
too many Trevors, I see. But uh, that's the second round. But speaking of Trevor, you know, in this match, like I said, Trevor Allen and uh, Scott Saren taking on Trevor Gage. And, or, oh, goodness gracious. See, I'm messing up again. Goodness gracious. This is fun. Uh, but Trevor Allen and Crazy Shay taking on Trevor Gage and Scott Saren. And uh, speaking of Gage, we got a clip here from Trevor Gage that he sent into the UWF offices. And UWF kind of only asked me to play this on the show. So let's go to Trevor Gage. You know, I remember years ago in the same area, in the same town, in the same place, I used to watch the same two guys that me and my brother Scott are taking on November 4th at the State Theater in Uniontown, Pennsylvania. Trevor Allens and Crazy Shea. You know, these are two guys that I respect as wrestlers and I also respect as men. Nothing's going to change that. But I do hate to inform you both that it's not 2008 anymore. The days of you guys trying to make a name for yourself and trying to stay relevant are way in the past. You know, November 4th, you guys are going to come to find out, with all due respect, gentlemen, that not only is there a new beginning in the world of professional wrestling, but there's also a new future. Woo! That's Trevor Gage. Don't forget, Trevor Gage is going to be a part of the tag team tournament. He and his partner, Scott Saren, taking on Trevor Allen and Crazy Shay. And uh, that's the UWF tag team tournament. Um, now, I was looking over this UWF poster, and I'm kind of, a, I'm very upset. I'm not kind of, I'm very upset. I don't see no Justin Bender. Where the hell was Justin Bender on his poster, UWF officials? Where's Justin Bender? Wait a minute. I didn't know. I managed Justin Bender. How the hell is he not on his poster? See, this is what I mean about the disrespect that we have to deal with in UWF. This is the disrespect that I have to deal with. I come on and I promote you every week. I do. I do. But you're not going to put my guy Justin Bender on a poster? Okay. Okay. All right. I'm going to get more into that next week. But anyway, wrestling fans, don't forget. Don't forget. UWF Fall Bash State Theater in Uniontown. Two, I mean, 27 East Main Street, Uniontown, PA. Doors open at 6.30, bell time 7 o'clock. Get your tickets at Bradley's Books at the Uniontown Mall and the Caddy Shack on Dixon Boulevard in Uniontown. That is UWF Fall Bash, November 4th, State Theater in Uniontown, 27 East Main Street, Uniontown, PA. Doors open 6.30, bell time 7 o'clock. Get your tickets at Bradley's Books at the Uniontown Mall in the Caddy Shack on Dixon Boulevard. And I'm going to have more information on this show next week. And I'm hoping that I can get uh, my man Justin Bender here and Lord Zoltan or Justin Sane so we can discuss what's going on within Party Girl. But the disrespect here, the disrespect. Come on, UWF officials. You guys got to figure this out here. If you're going to sit here and treat guys like this, Justin Bender with the disrespect like that? <laughs> yeah. You know what? Gotta go. We'll see you next week here on the Devereaux Committee of Pro Wrestling. <laughs>